Alright, we're back, we're back. Channel schedule. That's what's up. Yeah, is it two weeks? Um, yeah, every two weeks. Just like we planned. Um, this is Performance Academy podcast, episode six? Around six. there. <laughs> six. Six, yeah. For sure six. Um, my name is Zach, I'm co- co-host. Co-host Josh. Joe Josh. <laughs> Joe Josh, I'm Joe Josh. What? I'm co-host Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so we're gonna get into it. Um... We have even less planned probably than um, last week, yeah. so we're just really falling apart. But, but we're staying on schedule. Well, we're staying on schedule, so we'll just, you know... Glass half full. As we do, we'll just start with our fitness. Would you like to start? Sure. I feel like you've been slacking. I have not been slacking. No, actually. no, no, that's a lie. You've been, you've been running, swimming. I have been, yeah. That's what's So fun. this is kind of three, week, three weeks in of me changing up my uh, schedule, my workout schedule. Um, so I've just kind of been like, you know, like working in some running, swimming... Um, this week I worked in some like interval training as well. Mm. Um, so that was kind of a little bit of a different. What, what kind of intervals? I was doing uh, quarter mile, uh, quarter uh, mile intervals, r- running yeah. intervals, and then I was resting for like what was it? Two times the length it took me to run it. Two yeah. times? Yeah, twice as long as it took me to uh, to do so it. So one to one to one to two ratio? Yeah. Um, yeah, I told you to do those. Yeah, yeah. It was in taking the, my advice. Yeah, it was in the packet as well. So I did that, and the mm. next day I was pretty beat though from it as well because I did some like did some labor work that day as well. And then I ran, so I just kind of felt kind of beat the next day. Yeah, that's tough. When so you, like, yeah, when you do some like physical labor type stuff, then yeah. also try and work out. You just beat. Especially because it's a new type of workout too. You know, mm-hmm. like that repeated bout effect hasn't really kicked in. So I've just kind of been like working in all the different types of like training that I'm gonna do in the program. I, hopefully this week I'll have like a full week that I. Every single day, like Monday through Friday, like I hit everything I need. But like I've just kind of been doing a little bit of strength training, some like calisthenics, and some like, modifying. Yeah, I've just been like yeah, very light working in the swimming. I finally feel like the uh, the swim technique that I was working on, like yesterday for the first time, like I felt like I kind of got it down. What technique? Um, the combat side stroke. Mm. So that's that's feeling good. And then you know I'm just gonna you know try to hit a couple strength days, twice two, um, one day like push ups and pull ups, whatnot. Um, couple, two days of running. Hopefully three days of swimming. We'll see if I can get that all in. Yeah, this week. that's tough. Yeah. I've been I've been um I've been doing like three days of swimming too, or at least trying to. Yeah, I figure I got at least get three days of swimming in to really have that dialed in because I'm I'm a pretty naturally decent runner. I, I mean I still run obviously, but swimming is where I want to. Uh, I feel like it's my weakness, so I want to bring that up. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Like I said, I've been I've been teaching some swim lessons mainly to kids, but there's this one kid. Where um, the grandfather and then I guess it would be the kid's uncle or the grandfather's son, you know? Or grandfather's like, nephew? No, the grandfather's son. Oh. Um, it, it doesn't really matter. It's kind of complicated. But anyways, <laughs> um, they both asked if I teach him how to swim too. But like, you know, grandfather, he's like like 60 plus. And then his son's probably, um, what, maybe, maybe he's not quite that old, but like, and the son's probably like late twenties, somewhere around there. Muscle mentals. So they, they both know how to swim. They both. Well, the um the son is a little bit better, but the, the grandfather doesn't know at all. It's pretty interesting. I never taught um someone how to swim that wasn't like a kid, you know. Yeah. At least the um at least the son, like the twenty or something year old, he's like a decent swimmer. He's all right. It's just like refining stroke. But you know, it's funny. He asked me to learn to learn that stroke. The um. Combat side stroke? Yeah. Which I, I Did call... Did you say it by name? No. No. He, he didn't really know the name. 
I, I go, I call it like the recovery stroke. That's what we called it in swim, but it's basically the same kind of idea. Swimming on the side. Um, what do you say? Like you say, I want to learn how to swim on my side. Yeah. Like the side swim. I can't remember exactly what terminology Hmm. you use, but like the side swim kind of thing. I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like wonder why recovery. Yeah. I was like, why it does like, you know, you don't really need it Yeah. unless you're not trying to pull someone out of the water, which you're probably not going to be doing. So, um, but he, he asked me to learn it and I was like, sure. Yeah, I can show you. Uh, it's really easy. It's like, you know, it's, if you're not carrying someone, like it's real easy. Like as we can call it, it's recovery stroke. You can just like chill and do it for a long time. Um, and sometimes when I'm like doing my swim training and I'm like out the bay and I'm like struggling, I'll just switch to that for a little bit because you can keep it moving, but kind of recover your breath a little bit. And uh, yeah, that's a really um, efficient way to swim. Yeah, yeah. All right, but um, that's it with your training so far right now i mean yeah for the most part i mean i can get into all like the details of it but that's more or less you know i'm trying to work out my pull-ups and my pull-ups or my pull-ups and my uh, push-ups mm-hmm. and doing uh less sets and just doing more reps per set you know so i want to get up to like doing like 90 push-ups in one set oh, i want that to be my top see that's like unless you're doing what you're doing it's just like why you know yeah yeah, just exactly. doing nine i like i just cringe at like doing 90 yeah. push-ups straight like ugh, it, sounds, yeah. it sounds so gross yeah, I'm looking forward to getting this done. Then, like, probably a year and a half down the line, getting back into actual lifting. Yeah, you know, I think we talked about it, but yeah, like that's that's like all the special forces kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to the um, Tim Kennedy, Jerry? I listened. I didn't listen. I listened to a clip. A clip. Yeah. Did you listen to the whole thing? Um, like half of it. Why like, was he talking about? Like halfway through. Uh, well, you know, he's just a special forces yeah, guy. So- he was talking. You know, it was, um, they recorded it the day before 9-11, but it came out mm-hmm. on 9-11, mm-hmm. so they talked a lot about that kind of stuff. It was real interesting. Um, yeah, just how, like, he got, you know, he enlisted on 9-11 when it happened, 2001. Oh, really? Yeah, he enlisted most of that day. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's so fucking crazy. That's nuts, and, yeah. And um, he was just talking about how... Well, I don't want to get too off topic because, like, this isn't what that this podcast is about. But, like, how uh, everyone's, like, defund the military, defund the police. And he kind of, like, breaks that stuff down and, like, why you need to fund those things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how much money, like, the, the big the big point I got from it was, like, the, the insurgents, insurgents or terrorists, it's a real, like, cheap operation yeah, compared to, that. yeah, you got that point, um, compared to... Uh, counter-terrorism or counter-insurgency it costs a lot more money to um to build things and protect them than it does to destroy them and i thought that was pretty interesting and then he was just breaking down like that's why you need to fund your police for the training and the um, resources to be able to do their job properly um i thought that was real interesting but yeah that's kind of off the point of this this topic but uh you just we were talking about your stuff and i thought tim kennedy Mm -hmm. He's a real cool dude. Uh, yeah. So what were we talking about? The, just like the, the uh, type of training that I was doing. Like yeah. The, yeah. The uh, yeah the training yeah 90, 90 push ups straight. I I remember doing um like fuckload of push ups in the fire academy, which is like paramilitary kind of stuff. You know, I mean, honest to God, in one in one weekend we'd probably do about a thousand push ups, and that I just that made me hate push ups. <laughs> for the rest of life I'll probably hate push-ups I won't even 
when I was doing my hypertrophy training or whatever. No, super, put, no supersets with push-ups? No, no. I see <laughs> Isertel do them sometimes. I'm just like, nah, dog. You got me fucked up. <laughs> not a set of 10 after some bench or nothing? Never. Never. <laughs> never. PTSD right there. Yeah, it's PTSD for sure. Um. Okay, cool. So that's it for the training going on right now yeah. for you? Yeah. Oh, uh, just to, like the other side of it is so, like recovery is Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah, so you kind of been working it up though. Yeah, so I've been you're trying to get to a full week. Of yeah, full week of hitting all the workouts. Yeah. Um, this week hopefully I'll do that. But yeah, recovery has been kind of hard because I don't really have a set sleep schedule, you know. And like I was telling my gaming? boys, I was yeah, I was gaming with some of my boys, like you know, squatting up. And I was like, oh, like I gotta get off right now, you know, like I gotta get to sleep. And I'm like, sleep? What the heck are you talking about? Like, it's like what? Like we just like we're gaming now. And I was like. Nah, man, like my I throw my circadian rhythm off. Like I need to get, and they're like, <laughs> said that. yeah, and they're like, what? what? You need to throw off your what? Like they start like, what's this guy talking about? And then they they're like, you just like they said something like your circadian rhythm. Like nah, bro, you just like your sleep schedule's off. I was like, That's what I was like, well, <laughs> and then next the next day they're like, hey man, I gotta get to sleep. Like they're like, what's that thing again, Josh? And like, circadian <laughs> what? <laughs> so I just thought it was funny because like. For some reason, like I thought that was, like it was like, kind of like a common term, but I forgot we just heard that all the time in like our king classes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like they always just mentioned it, so, like that's why it came. Like, but I just thought that was like a something you just kind of say and like feel like know what you're talking about. But, like they know sleep cyclers, you know. Sleep yeah, cycle. I mean same thing. Yeah, it is the same sleep, thing. Your sleep cycle, it's just like the technical term for it. But like that's a huge thing. Like I do not like my circadian rhythm mm-hmm. is thrown off big time. What time are you going to bed? Twelve. That's not that. That's not terrible. Yeah, but then I then I wake up late, whatnot, you know. Yeah, it throws it off. Twelve, like last time I went to bed, one, two, you know. Yeah. On the weekends, it's later. Yeah. Yeah, that and that throws off recovery because it doesn't. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Ever since I got my whoop strap and I've been tracking that a lot more, I know if I don't get at least eight hours, I'm not getting a good recovery, and like there's other things that go into it too, like. You know, like your stress levels and yeah. your hydration levels before you go to bed. If I'm like, like, uh, if I'm de- dehydrated, even if I get a good amount of sleep, but I'm dehydrated, I wake up in the morning and you piss like straight yellow. It's like uh, it's so drained. You, yeah, you you don't even feel rested, rested, because you just don't have enough fluids yeah. flowing through you. So, because that's what helps you know with your recovery, transporting things where they need to go with the intercellular fluids and you know you're mostly water so yeah hydration people, a lot of people don't consider it isn't it Isertel it says um like the three most important things for recovery is like sleep water and what other thing it might not be Isertel some fitness person mm. I forget the other one but yeah I'm just noticing like with this high volume training like squad university I think oh but like with this high volume training schedule like recovery is like most important thing for me, really, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is how well I recover. For sure, take on take on a lot of a lot of uh, strain, as like the whoop would say, strain yeah. on your body. You gotta gotta let that recover. That's real important. That's something I think I was struggling a lot with um, when I was doing my hypertrophy training, trying to do like the six days a week. Yeah. Um, some of the days I would just like just not want to do it. I wasn't there mentally. Yeah. And I just kind of pushed through it. And it would just be it would just be a crappy training session, but I just did it just because I knew like I had to. And yeah, I wasn't I wasn't doing all the proper things to recover. And really, ultimately, what I should have done is just dropped probably a training day, 
and then change the volumes a little bit. Yeah, I was telling a client like on um, last week that like you should think about like cutting up because he's new train like new to training. Like you should cut like the amount of days you're training because like when I was doing six, like I was definitely feeling that. And then when I dropped from five to four days a week, like that's when I really noticed like like my like the gaining weight, you know, because mm-hmm. like I was not I wasn't burning calories, like I wasn't spending like five or six days a week like doing like high intensity activities you know mm-hmm. i was giving my body to rest and whatnot i wasn't just beating it up the whole time yeah it's just uh, consuming more calories so israel's health definitely talks about that a lot but i feel like if you're like an actual bodybuilder then tra- like training six days a week does you can and it does make sense you know yeah but for me and like it didn't you know i, I trained because like i liked the program side of it it was fun you know mm-hmm. but like it wasn't as productive as i think four or five days a week was yeah. Really yeah, bodybuilders are in just different position because I remember um, I had this one lady um, that I was training who just went MIA on me, uh, but she was like a nurse or whatever. She was real busy doing other stuff. She would, you know, cancel her sessions every once in a while and eventually, yeah, like I said, went MIA. She said she wanted to be like this bodybuilder chick that she followed on Instagram and uh, <laughs> Josh just smiled at me like, um, what was my point? Silly goose. Oh yeah, she she was trying she was trying to tell me how she she should be training, like she was trying to mimic the bodybuilder. Um, she was like, well, this bodybuilder chick, she does this, this, and this, and I'm like, well, are you a bodybuilder? Like, what are you what yeah. are we talking about? You know, yeah. bodybuilders train differently because they have so much, not as much with chicks because bodybuilding, um, ladies they just get really lean mostly. Guys for sure definitely different because they put on so much mass you, you're creating so much muscle dam muscle tissue damage um that you like say like squatting or whatever like quad workout like you're probably gonna do that once a week yeah and, especially for those big guys yeah when your quads are just like fucking Trees. giants like yeah. pieces of ham like you know like <laughs> yeah. ham, you know like, like that ham with the bone yeah, on it yeah, yeah. like when your quads look like that you, and you do like squats first, say for example, any any kind of squat variation, your your muscles fucked for days. I've heard Dorian Yates talk about it, and uh, another another bodybuilder I can't remember, but they're like I'd squat and I couldn't walk for days. <laughs> they said they're <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't walk for days just after doing a squat session because there was just so much muscle tissue damage and um you know you're just taking two days to be able to walk right and then a couple more days to recover you know you need a lot of that time um to let the body repair uh you know someone at our at our levels you know much more amateur yeah you can increase your frequency a lot more because you're not creating quite as much muscle tissue damage therefore it's going to recover faster if you're recovering properly i feel like just for like the general population and like most people like that whole like hit the muscle twice per week mm-hmm. is kind of like the golden rule for mm-hmm. most people unless you're like some like crazy minimum yeah minimum yeah two, exactly. two times a week per per um muscle group minimum yeah like we should like people like us like we should be doing legs twice a week like we should we could definitely do that yeah you know that's that's what i was doing yeah when i was uh you know in my hypertrophy kind yeah. of phase or i was you doing... could go crazy and do legs three times per week yeah that's fun for every once in a while yeah, that's tough though, because you, you know your quads and your, and your glutes and your hamstrings—they're really big muscle groups, and um, it's much different than like your shoulders or your like your biceps or yeah. whatever. 
you can. You so that's can, where exercise selection comes in too. You, know, you can kind of. Yeah. Also, your exercise. You can, you can modulate. Because like it. a hack squat or like um something like that, a leg press, a V squat, something like that. You're. What was I gonna say? You're probably gonna. You're probably gonna create a lot more muscle damage with those type of exercises compared to like a barbell squat. Kind of like what Eugene Teo always talks about. He doesn't really like the barbell squat unless you're like a power lifter. Because he just always talks about the intramuscular tension that you're creating. Um, and you can create so much more tension in your muscles with a machine-based exercise because you don't have to worry about the stability. Uh, so you can load a lot more weight and, you know, just more, yeah, more I tension mean, in the, I, the I, muscle. I see, like, the point he makes. And, like, he does – like, this week he said something about it too. Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like it's still for, like, an athlete – like, like learning like that kinesthetic awareness is like mm -hmm. still really important as well. Like, you know, but like if you're like training for physiques, like physique competition, whatnot too, then like, yeah, sure. Like maybe why do you really need to do a squat? There, there's a, there's a reason for everything, you know? Yeah. I think he's coming from like a bodybuilding. Yeah, I think so too. So I, I, I agree with that. But I still think like most people would benefit from doing like a barbell back squat. You know? Yeah. But yeah, so exercise selection, you know, like you could do something like. If you did like three leg workouts, like the last leg workout would be something like like uh, like like leg extensions and like hip thrusts or something like that. Like something that's not so damaging, you know. Mm -hmm. Like whereas like lunges, but like the muscle like under like um, under load under a stretched like under a stretched position, so like that's very damaging, you know. So that's something sure. you would do like earlier on in the week, you know. So just exercise selection plays like a big part. For sure, for sure. Muy importante. Yeah. All right. Um, I I don't have anything else to say on that. No, I don't even know how we got to that point. Big tangent, guys. Eh? Yeah, big tangent, guys. Big fans. Um, it just find a topic and keep talking <laughs> about it as long as we can. I didn't know where the sentence was going to go, but I just hope to find it along the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how it goes. That's yeah, Michael Scott. That's how we do. Um, okay. Well, I guess I'll go into my fitness stuff. Um, still fucking doing the triathlon stuff. You know, <laughs> nothing really changed much. Um, just getting very like race specific distances is the key right now so um yeah i've been swimming three times a week or, or two to three just depends on if i can get to the pool or not fridays are like um i was just telling josh i think before we started is i would normally do my swim days on fridays but my fridays are so freaking busy now because i have two different jobs on fridays i have my group exercise at the camp on in the morning and then i have my internship in the evening and I have like a three hour window in between 10 to 1. At that time, I just want to like eat and like yeah. try and sleep. Yeah. Uh, Cause I have to wake up so early, like my recovery is terrible. So it's like during that time, I don't even want to go yeah. and try and like exert myself. Yeah. I just want to like try and sleep and rest a little bit. So what I think I'm going to start doing, and then the McCormick, yeah, it's, it's a mess. I got to figure it out. This internship is really throwing off my uh, my schedule, but like two to three times a week. Or I'll do the I'll do the run one to two, I'll flip flop those and then I'll cycle once a week. So my runs have been like five miles, um, which is real close to you know race distance, which is six point two, and then my cycle days have been um, twenty five miles. I, I figured out it's actually 40, 40 kilometers, which is like twenty four point eight. That was twenty six. It's like twenty five miles basically. And then, and then my swim distance. I did my longest swim straight at the bay uh, last Monday. Did a thousand meters. Oh. 
which I've been doing 1,000 meters, but in the pool, and I'll do um, like a 30-second rest every 100 meters. Um, but I did it like a 1,000 meters straight at the bay, and I did it in 21 minutes, which I was pretty surprised by because I'm trying to do like 100 meters, two minutes for every 100 meters. So I basically just added a minute on within that 100 meter, that 1,000 meters, which is not bad. So that means I have to do another 500 meters in because I'm trying to get it done in 35 minutes, the swim portion at least. Mm -hmm. So that means I have another 14 minutes to do another 500 meters, which I feel like I could do pretty easily. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. I was I was pretty impressed. I don't, I don't even have um I don't even have like the the wetsuit yet. <laughs> the nice thing is the wetsuit is gonna help a lot because it's gonna keep me warm. Dude, it's getting cold out in the bay. Yeah. Is it's it getting, in the mail or was it at fool? Oh uh, no, I'm gonna rent it from uh, uh okay. from Trizone. I could buy one, but I was like, I I might do I probably do another triathlon, but not probably soon. You know. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me just rent it. And then, but I have all my other equipment and my bike. Are you gonna practice with it at all? Yeah, gonna... I'm gonna try and I'm trying to try and get it early to just get used to it. Yeah, because I don't want I don't want the first time to be for me being out there no. in the wetsuit is when I'm racing. I gotta get comfortable with swimming with it. The nice thing is they're telling me that the um the way they make those kind of wetsuits is different than like a surf one. The armpits are different, so you can get like a full stroke and get your arm up. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I already got the shorts and the shirt figured out um, for the, the bike and the, the run part. And then my bike's coming in soon. So all the pieces are coming in place. I just need to get a helmet. That's the other thing. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so the swim, 1,000 meters. I'm trying to work it up as close to 1,500 meters within the next two to three weeks. And then, yeah, my runs have been like five miles. been pretty good with that. Like an 8.30 to 9-minute pace. And then uh, my cycle, yeah, 25 miles. I've been doing that in an hour and a half. So I'm pretty happy with that. It's like That's like a 3.36 pace per mile. So, um, yeah, if I, can do, if I can do the swim in 35 minutes and then, the, and then cycle in an hour and a half, then I'll have 55 minutes to do 6.2. And I'm not sure what the math is on there, but I can, I can hit three hours. Mm-hmm. I can definitely do it. I just gotta, you know, fuel properly. Are you gonna take t tablets? Uh, I have pack like gel packs. Oh, okay. And then I think I'm either gonna get pickle juice or like Gatorade mm -hmm. for the electrolytes. Cause I've been drinking the dude. It's so crazy. Um, the last couple of cycle days, I'll, I bring a bottle of water and then a bottle of Gatorade and then I have a gel pack. Mm -hmm. And I can feel an immediate boost. I don't know if it's a placebo effect. It might be, but I can feel immediate boost and like just my energy levels. As soon as I like chug a bunch of Gatorade or take my gel pack, I'm just like, boom, let's go. Mm -hmm. Like just because, well, I mean, there's, there's some carbohydrates, right? But doesn't, I don't know if it hits that quickly, but just the sodium. Cause it, like it's been so hot, especially last mm -hmm. week, you know, yeah. it was yeah, hot as yeah. fucking during the week, weekend. Yeah. And I, I had to wait until later in the day, but it was still like a hundred. And I was like, all right, this is probably going to suck or whatever. And um, just refueling with that with that salt, oh, my God, it felt so good. That was crazy. You're going to start refueling as soon as possible when you can, though. Yeah, yeah I, like I'm just, like, you, sipping constantly. Yeah, but, like, as soon as you get out the water on your race day, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. like, you don't want to, like, the, the 
once it already happens, it's too late. You know. Yeah, once you kind of start to feel once that. Once you start knocking, or I don't know what they call it in triathlon. But, you know, like when you, uh, you remember uh, glucose? Do they, do they call it something special? In bonking. Bonking? They call it bonking. In, in cycling. Hit, it's called hitting the, hitting the wall and like racing or running. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like that that's only like a half an hour into the race. Usually that doesn't happen yeah, until no, like a couple no. of hours, you know? Yeah. Um, but staying on top of it, you're right. It's important to stay on top of the, um, of the refueling. But then do it throughout the whole time too. Don't do like where I was at like mile 18 and yeah, I was no, like, that, I'm going to push from here. That, that's why, that's why I'm getting used to these race, um, distances and like all the videos I looked up on like how to, um, train is train exactly how you're going to do it in the race. So I know I'm going to be refueling throughout the race constantly. So that's why I'm trying to f- get comfortable with, um, Getting the gel pack while I'm on the bike, and then like all staying between, and I just take little sips of the water and the Gatorade, just getting used to, you know, taking little sips every few minutes or so, but still maintaining my pace. So I'm just get, trying to get used to that. Um, feeling pretty good about it. You know, it's kind of interesting. It's a little off topic, but like I remember there was some like study. I don't know if we saw it in school or whatnot, but like. Um, like sometimes, you know, you see like athletes, like they like drink the Gatorade, but then they spit it out. Mm. But like, you don't actually have to drink it cause they can get absorbed like through like the gums like, or like through your mouth. Like, you know, yeah, you that makes sense. It. So like, you know, like sometimes you can drink a bunch and then you get like your stomach feels like heavy. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't even have to drink it all the time. Like you just yeah. rinse it. Yeah. Know? I bet. I'm I not bet. saying you, like you need to do that, but I think that's just like a, a helpful tool. You know, like when I was, I'm thinking about like when I was running my marathon and I was like, oh, I don't want to drink too many of these cups right now. Cause like I'm drinking about the last stop, the last stop, like. I want to get full, so you could just like yeah. rinse it and then spit it. I could, yeah. you know, I don't really have um, I haven't really had a problem with that, of like like that sloshy kind of feeling yeah. or like cramping or anything like that. I feel like it's more so like a running thing than like on a bike. Yeah, like, you know? and you know what what I've noticed is with the races that I've watched, when the guys get to the um the run part, they're not even really drinking that much. Actually, they're mostly just dumping the water in their head to mm-hmm. keep cool. Mm-hmm. They, they take their last kind of little bits of the gel packs and the fluids right at the end of the, of the, uh, the cycle. And then they might have just a little um, sip just to kind of rinse their mouth out and make sure it's not dry. But they mostly just every every um, water station, they're just dumping on their head. Because you get, you get hot. You get really hot out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you, you lose most of your heat out of your, your head. Right? Yeah, you do. So, um, just trying to keep your core body temperature down because that's also, you know, when your core temperature rises, the acidity level increases and you kind of get in that metabolic acidosis quicker and you know, that whole, that whole effect. So you can't, you can't keep your heart rate at as high of a a level for as long. Mm -hmm. It's a whole kind of chain reaction. So just trying to stay as cool as possible is, uh. Muy importante. So that's what I've kind of learned um, going forward. I'm really, dude. It's like I've I've said this before, but it's like all I can think about constantly. And it's still like a little <laughs> over a month away. I'm just like, damn. I'm like, I could do it like tomorrow. I'm ready, <laughs> I'm ready to go. That's good. That's, yeah. yeah. It means you're preparing right then. Yeah. I'm excited for what to do after. I I, I want to do a road race, but I don't know. Like, I don't even know where to find one or where to do one, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, especially for me as, like, an amateur, I've never done a road race. All the road races I've ever seen on, like, YouTube or whatever, these motherfuckers, like, they got, they're all kitted out and, like, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, a marathon or triathlon or something, 
I feel like it's a lot more, a lot less barrier to entry. You just kind of pay and show up and yeah, just you know, do it. But like going to a road race, you know, you don't just casually go to a road race. Because cycling is kind of like a, a little bit more of it. Like if you want to get a really, like I got a entry level bike and it was 1350, you know, that's an entry level. Mm-hmm. So if you're really in it, you can, pat, I mean, a car. Plus, like, yeah, yeah, it's basically a car, like $10,000 plus at least. Um, yeah, so I don't know about all that, but we'll, we'll see. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. Um, so yeah, that's it with the training for me right now. Uh, I'm trying to think. Anything else? What was that? There was one thing I wanted to talk about, damn it. Nutrition, recovery. Shit. I don't remember. Maybe it'll come to me. Um... So, how's the clientele looking? I got a couple. You got, you got your soccer person? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I've been training him. Uh-huh. Like, last week, he only came out once because he had work. But, yeah, so, we trained three times, you know. That's cool. Him and Big Frank, you know. Big Frank, that's Big what's Frank. up. Um, yeah. Honestly, I'm not even tripping too much because if I do that, and then I do that other gig I do, you know, once a week. Yeah. And then, like, if I'm planning on, like, joining, like, after Christmas or so. And, like, Doing it after Christmas? I think so. I thought you said you were going to wait like a year. Uh, yeah, well, nah, things change. <laughs> well, how, how so? Well, I just, I talked to a few of the guys and whatnot, whether I want to go officer or enlisted. And now I think I'm going back to going enlisted. So What's the difference? Um, well, officer, one, you know what an officer is, right? Kind of in, in charge. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, they get shuttled off to do like administration work sooner. Ah. You know, and that's not why I'm joining. Yeah. Know? So like the idea now is to go in enlisted, do some time doing that, and then later on put a pack together and then become an officer. Then, mm. and then you get more respect because like they know you're like one of the guys, and then now you're an officer. Whereas yeah. like with an, like most officers who come through like school or like the program, like they just kind of like come in like kind of like cocky, arrogant, you know, and like sure. not really having any like real world experience, and like now they're in charge. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, like they're just saying like the guys appreciate more like when it's one of their own, you know. Yeah, I think I remember, like, saying that to you. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. Yeah, I mean... kind of going in. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think that's a good idea, because that way I won't get shuttled off into administration work sooner, you know, which is what I don't want to do. So they'd have you, what they'd like, going in, they'd have you doing, like, field work or whatever? Yeah, you do, and like, then, yeah. And then you can only do that for so long? No, you can. You can do that for your whole career if you want to. But if you want to, you can put together, like, a packet become an officer and go to officer school well yeah sorry i said I, what i meant yeah is when you're an officer uh you're you know yeah you only that, like, you only do it for so long yeah you're only really active for so long before you, i mean they move you up you know you get promoted and you kind of like you don't really go out on um, more so like taking care of administrative type work yeah i'm not about that yeah which is not what i'm not about either so i mean i could do that for a little bit towards the end of my career if i did that you know but, like i wouldn't want that to be like the bulk of my career yeah no that would be boring yeah that's yeah that's kind of defeating the purpose a little exactly bit. yeah exactly so that's kind of the idea so like now that i'm doing that like the enlisted process is like much quicker mm, gotcha so yeah all right shit dog yeah so how long how long do you plan on like being in there and doing it uh anywhere from like i feel like as low as four and as much as like eight or maybe ten years jesus christ what that's a long time Eight, eight or ten. Well, ten is probably like that's too long. I think, but like, I could see eight maybe. Well, if you enlist, it's like minimum two, right? 
it depends on the branch. Some like they're two or three, but if, like if you go into like what I want to do, I think it's a little bit longer because like mm. training takes like almost two years itself. Damn. For sure, a year and then plus some other stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. You just train. You just train for two years straight. I mean, with one full year of training, yeah, and then like the other years, like you, yeah. But I think the second year as well for the most part. That's wild. So it'll be exciting. <laughs> Dude, how am I going to do this podcast after you leave? What do you mean? We'll do it through Skype. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> do you know how to do that? <laughs> so, I don't know how to record through Skype. I, yeah. What I'll screen f- record. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know how to record us. I wanted to have a camera recording. That's why we did it. So we do our YouTube videos. It's, not, it's, it's just not... It's, yeah, just not... It's audio. not just uh, yeah, our logo. We got to get that set up, huh? Yeah, we got to figure that out. Yeah. Um, we need a little webcam. Dude, I'm not good at that kind of stuff. I was doing some. Oh my god, you, you legit just need. Um, it's so frustrating. I was trying to figure out some technical type stuff for my website on, um, just like helping driving traffic or whatever. And there's these things called Google Tags, and it's like pro, it's like programming. It's like like scripts and whatever. And it's just like they have this as an option through Google. I'm just like. How you how are you gonna do this unless you're like a programmer mm-hmm. like this is your thing like I just have a like a website like mm-hmm. what just if you're just like a yeah a person with a website and you just have like a business like you fucking sell flowers or whatever yeah. like how are you gonna figure this out you gotta make this you gotta yeah. make this easier dude yeah you can't have scripts of code that and you're saying to like copy and paste in your website and do this that and the other um, lots of those people make money dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking. I was like, dude, I, like, I want to figure this out so I can improve this. But I'm not. I'm never gonna figure this out. This is gonna take yeah. hours and like weeks of my time. Yeah. And at that point, it's not even worth it to me. Yeah. So I'm literally gonna have to like hire someone just to do this. And like, for them, it'll be super easy. Yeah, they probably can do it in fucking like 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's just that's so frustrating. It is frustrating. Just make yeah. it easier, Google. <laughs> make it easier. Yeah. And you know what really upset me too was that's how um, I feel like just make neuroscience easier or calculus. Yeah, like make it easier, damn it. Make it easier, goddamn it. Yeah, you could definitely make it easier. Yeah, just put it into like a hyperlink or something. <laughs> I'll put the hyperlink. I know how to do that, <laughs> but whole scripts of code, forget about it. Forget and about it. Forget about it. Um, where was I going with that? Yeah, so I was gonna have to hire someone. I was like, what's what's the point? <laughs> I had another. Is that off? I can't remember what else what I was gonna say about that. I had another greater point, but um, yeah, Google Google be fucking up. But the nice thing is I've been getting um, I put like when you you know those like pop up things when you go to a website, it's like oh sign up for that mm-hmm. this thing or whatever you know. I I put my four week um beginner kind of program thing. It wasn't my it wasn't my list of products, so I just took it off and then I. I I was able to figure this out. Have a pop up on my website. It comes up after like five seconds or whatever, and then you just put in your information, mm-hmm. and then I'll send it to you nice. to get more signups. Yeah. Because I I was uh, I was on this um, Zoom call with Kim, and then one of her uh, upline sponsor people through Beachbody, and I was mainly talking about Beachbody, but then we just got into like marketing and stuff, and just in general. And I was just telling her what I was doing for my website, and uh, yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm getting all this traffic or whatever. I could probably, you know, sell some Beachbody through that possibly. 
and then we were just talking about it, and she was like, oh, you should, do you have a, um, there's a particular name for it, I can't remember, but do you have, like, a pop-up thing? I'm like, no, like, I don't, I don't want to do that. She was like, oh, you got to do it. You're missing out on so many, because information's, like, the big mm-hmm. thing, right? Having emails, like, yeah. an email list or whatever. Yeah. And um, you're missing out on so many people. I was like, fuck, dude, you're right. I, I've had, I mean, you know, in the last, what, it's probably been about a month now, the last month, you know, I probably had a few thousand people on there, and then uh, I didn't put it until recently. I was like, damn, I missed out on possibly a lot of people, because got, I've gotten, like, since I did it, maybe about a week ago, mm-hmm. I've gotten maybe eight or nine people, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, I'm just building out an email list, so when I get to that point where I can you know, have, like, special offers or that whatever I need to contact them for, then I have, like, a a substantial amount of people to send it to. So I got that figured out, which is kind of cool. That is dope. Just trying to figure out the business part of it. It's challenging. It's the hardest part. It's what I don't really know. That's why I almost wish I went to school for, like, business stuff. Because the kinesiology, I've talked about it, but, like, you learn some stuff, but... A lot of stuff I actually apply in my day-to-day training is people from people I've learned on the internet. Yeah. You know, Isertel or Joel Seedman or Primal Swolder. I feel like they like or uh, like the fucking department countless. should have should have put like some sort of like not like I want to say programming or like computer like design or anything, but like some like one class where like business yeah like business or yeah, oriented yeah. yeah. They're fucking up. NASM doesn't do that either. Yeah. Because, um, like, yeah, I have this education, but how, how am I supposed how, to market it? How am I, yeah, how am I going to, yeah, yeah. A mar- marketing and, a marketing and business yeah. class. Well, you actually, because I, I had this weird thing when I first started doing this. I was like, oh, people are just going to come and ask me to train them because I know what I'm talking about. It doesn't work like that. Uh-uh. People don't, people don't care what you know. It's like, how can you present yourself in the best way possible, yeah. you know? That's why I was and, kind of annoyed. Like, I felt like, I was like, man, I know too much to be like a trainer at the YMCA when I could just be like a gym bro who got like a certification and train them at the YMCA, like the general pop, you know? Ooh, like, I got like a whole ass education and shit and like, I could just be like a gym bro who got my certification and like teach at like a, bo- or uh, train at a box gym. Well, you, you could know? be, but you're not. I know. But like... Like, I, I want to, like, market, like, the actual skills that I have, like, yeah. you know, and, like, use my degree a little bit. Well, you can do that. Yeah. We were supposed to be making our website. What, yeah. What happened? Yeah. Like, you're going away soon. It's yeah. like, fuck, bro. Well, I mean, it's not, like, soon, soon, but. It's the end of the year. Oh, I'm not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave till, I wouldn't leave till, like, months after that. So that's why I'm signing up. Sheesh. All right. Probably Sheesh. next, by next summer, hopefully, it'll be out. You're stressing me out now. But anyways. Um. Damn, I gotta start writing stuff down because I have thoughts of them. They're just like, <laughs> um, what were we talking about on website? Oh, fuck, marketing yourself. Yeah, marketing. Oh, so speaking of, of branding, I um I got some shirts um for uh, LB certified. Did you? And we could we could do it if you want for uh-huh. Performance Academy. I'd be down. Uh, I got them coming. I'd, hopefully, beginning of next next week. Do you have like an image of them? Or something? Well, would, it's just my logo. Like my LB certified. Co- what color is the shirt? It's white. I would, I would so it's, rep. 
fucking performance academy out and about. You, yeah. got, you gotta rip my LV shirt. I'll rip yours too. That's what's up. That's what's up. It's it's just a white plain shirt and it has like an LB certified on mm-hmm. the left kind of like pocket. Yeah. You know, if you have a pocket, left pocket area. And then there's the big LB on the back. See, those we gotta wear like at the gyms when they open up though too. Yeah. You know? I'm gonna start wearing them where I, when I go to my sessions, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, course, yeah. Yeah, and then I'll probably just give them out to, you know, a couple of my, like, real good clients. Yeah. Like, close client, clients that I've been working with a long time. Um, and then from there, I might, I don't know. I don't know if I even want to sell them. I might just give them away <laughs> to anyone that wants to wear them. Like, yeah. at this point, I don't give a fuck. That's, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really cheap marketing. Yeah, it is. It's, I, it's 10 bucks a, a shirt. Mm-hmm. And I got t- 24 of them. So, 240 Nice. For, you know, 20 shirts. Yeah. 24 shirts, which is not bad. I know. If they um, wear them, though, like, that's huge. You know, like, that is, yeah, because people That's word of mouth like, right there. Yeah. You know, it's real It's real plain. It's just my logo. Farther down the line, you know, are you familiar with Steffi Cohen, the power yeah, lifter? Yeah, yeah. Her business, Hybrid, um, what is it? Hybrid Performance? It's Hybrid something. I can't remember. But her, her like, whole kind of business and gym, it's Hybrid something. And they make real, real fucking sick, um, it's basically like merch, but it's like gym kind of stuff where you can wear to the gym and it looks super cool, really cool designs and whatnot, but like integrated with their, their brand. And that's eventually what I want to get to. That would be super sick. Um, right now I'm just keeping it simple. I'm not much of an artist, so I, <laughs> I'd have to hire someone to do that probably. Um, but yeah, I got the shirts coming, so I'll start repping those when... Because what I noticed is I do a lot of my sessions at the park, and especially Hartwell Park, and there's just a fuckload of people walking up and down um, doing their thing. And, you know, sometimes you kind of notice people, like, looking over, just kind of checking yeah, it out. Yeah. So I was like, perfect. I'll start wearing my shirt. And, like, I think we were talking about this last podcast, but your branding, like, how you present yourself. Yeah. It's important because, like, I've been wearing, like, whatever, you know. But if you have like the shirt, I'm gonna get some nice fresh Nike shoes because <laughs> yeah. I haven't bought any new shoes in a minute, and all my like running and athletic shoes are beat. Yeah, for that. So I have some nice shoes, and boom, there we go, looking professional. Professional out here. That's what's up. Um, yeah. So shirts, shirts coming soon. I was I was surprised I was able to find some that were so cheap because I remember we looked up yeah. looked it up for a second because we wanted to get some for Performance Academy, but it was like fifty, forty, fifty something yeah. a shirt. Yeah, we we only ordered a couple shirts though when we did it. But. Yeah, you know the more you buy, the less it yeah. is per shirt. But even still, like yeah. even if we bought a lot, it probably it would. I doubt it would have came down to ten dollars yeah. a shirt. Um. So yeah, that's. That's looking pretty good. Excited about that. Oh, and then what, once I um, once I get the shirts in, what I what I want to do is so I have all those programs that I've written out on my website, but it's just like it's basically just a Google Doc, which is kind of like whatever. It's you know, for someone that doesn't know what they're doing, it's cool they could follow along, but like it's not really like I I sell any of them, you know, because mm-hmm. like people probably don't really understand or. You know, it's, yeah. it's not the greatest product, but I just put it on there because I was like, fuck it, whatever. But what I'm going to start doing is once I get my shirts, I, uh, I'm going to start making video programs. Kind of like Primal School there. I don't know if you follow him that much. I follow his Instagram. Okay, yeah. So on his on his website, you know, he has his personal training kind of type stuff. 
and then he also has video programs and he has like his like beginner four week one mm-hmm. and then he has like an eight week single kettlebell one and then one other one I can't remember what it is I think it's like a shred like a shredded one lose a bunch of weight but um anyways I, I signed up for the free one and just to see it he used to have it on his website. It was like I think Vimeo videos, like trying to just put into his website. Mm-hmm. But he would demonstrate them and do them and like explain what he was doing, which I think is like the key. Because if you're just like saying, "Hey, like just do yeah. squats, like three sets, eight reps, whatever," that's not much value to it. But if you like kind of break it down and, and do the stuff, and people could watch you do it, uh, I feel like that'd be a lot more valuable. So now I'll do it in the shirt or whatever. Make all those videos, and then boom, put it on there through like the paywall. I gotta figure out how to do that. And even then, I just, I'm not sure how well that would do, honestly. No, but that's a good product. That's a better product, though. Yeah, cause I'm, tr- you know, I'm trying to just go the um, what's homeboy's name? Bezos? Not Bezos. Oh, uh-huh. Bedros. Be- Bedros. That's right. I was calling Bezos, but that's <laughs> that's Amazon guy. Um, it's like his, his like structure and how, like how you structure the business. Like you have your flagship products and then your front, front, what is it? Front end products mm-hmm. and then like your upsells or whatever. So all those little programs, I'm, I'm going to sell them for real cheap. Those are probably just going to be like my, uh, my like, out like, what did you say? Upsells? Yeah. Upsells. Upsell products just on there. Like the front line thing is obviously like the training. And then the front end, I don't really know yet. I, I don't I don't quite understand what the difference is between the front end and the flagship. Yeah, I haven't. This flagship is like what you're known for. Yeah. The front end is like the first thing that brings you to the site, like with your interest. But that could change from person to person. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'd have to look into it. He doesn't explain it very well in the website. Mm. And it's kind of like his thing, you know? So I try and look it up and just figure it out. But there wasn't a lot of information on it. But like your fr- yeah, your front end product, it just depends on what the person's looking for. Like, you know, so someone might come to your website looking for like that program, which is like your upsell. But like for them, that's your front end product, right? Yeah. Or it might be your personal training, which is the flagship thing. That's like what you're known for. So it's kind of confusing. But I'm trying to use that uh, that thing. Have it written right right here. The idea and then the sales message, the front end product, the upsells, the flagship, the traffic. And then I need to figure out the automated conveyor belt thing. That's very confusing. With uh like renewal renewal type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have like the you gotta figure out some sort of thing you could do for that. Huh? Yeah, because I have I have the um I finally figure out how to get the like credit card information and whatnot, so they can buy straight through that on the website. Because before I was just having like people contact me, and then just send through Ven- Venmo, which works all right. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's not like the most professional. Yeah, you know, I'll, even though like a lot of people use Venmo, it's real easy. If I, they because I know I like that one session, but then or that one month, but then from there I don't know how to how to it automatically renew. I don't really know how that works, so the, yeah. the automated conveyor belt thing. Anyways, I feel like I'm talking too much. Do you have anything to add to that? No. I mean, that's just stuff we got to get down. You know, that's like future type stuff. Like, that should, 
Those are all good ideas, though, you know? Yeah. Because most people don't, don't have, like, that system, like, that, and the knowledge of that system, even, like, the idea of that system. Yeah, and I'm trying to, you know, like, it, it'll apply more down in the future, but I want to get it down now where I understand it. So you can start to polish it. Yeah. You know? I can get it set in place, and then when things pop off... Um, it's already in place. It, yeah, it's already yeah. in place, exactly. I don't have to be, like, scrambling, training all these clients or whatever, and then also trying to fin- figure out the business aspect of it. And just like losing my mind, you know. Yeah. Um, That'd be kind of funny. I would like to see, actually need to lose your mind a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I have terrible anxiety. I'll, I'll, I stress out about things. Yeah. Um. So that's why you know this is just making terrible. Audio <laughs> I for know. Our, for our oh, you're smacking the water. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Look at all these spikes. God damn it! Just keep them on their oh. toes, you know. <laughs> um. He's throwing my train of thought. So, <laughs> yeah, I have terrible anxiety. I'm like things like things I don't understand or I just don't have control over. So I'm that's why I'm trying to figure this kind of stuff out now. And then um, so it's set in place in the future. You know. Yeah. B- business. You know, like I, I I preach this to all like people. Like what's his name Matthew. At the Y. Like I, I it's I it's kind of weird to say like uh, like to new people training because I'm still pretty new like I've only been doing it for like two and a half years oh, but like yeah, yeah. but um for like anyone that's new to us is like you gotta learn the the business aspect of it and like how to sell otherwise not like we just kind of said mm-hmm. we kind of alluded to earlier you gotta figure out how to make money essentially mm-hmm. you know or else it just doesn't really matter so um figuring out the business aspect of it is like really important to me. Um, that's why those damn tags were f- so fucking frustrating. <laughs> those were annoying me to no end. Um, all right. Anything else we got? No. <laughs> no. No, I don't think we so. Got, we got 45 minutes, yeah. 49 minutes. Let me think. Is there anything else out there? Um, any big... Chilling, relaxing. Kicking back, picking back, being bull. Picking back, being bull. I had one other thing I wanted to bring up, but... Didn't write it down. Um, Professional, <laughs> dude. We're, we gotta, we gotta do better, huh? This is good. This is good. <laughs> this is a good update one. I, I figured this would be a little bit shorter one, you know. Yeah, this, you know, there's not much going on. The there's, next, not, there's not much going on, right? It's, I mean, it's all about updates. Really fi- right now. Fitness related, just like you know, no bodybuilding or any kind of weightlifting things going on. Gyms are just kind of opening back up in Orange County um, here in Southern California, which is cool, but LA County still got their thumb up their ass, so. Yeah. Did you, this will be the last thing, then we'll, we'll, we'll be done, but um, did you hear the, the LA County lady, um, like the high up lady, um, she had like the hot mic, and she said, um, she didn't think anyone was listening, she got a hot mic, and she was like, oh, th- this will all be over once the election passes. No way. You haven't seen that? No. I, for, I forget homegirl's name. She's I gotta, like a, I gotta look it up for later. She's like right a now. high high up LA County medical person. Did um, she really get caught saying that shit? And yeah. like, is it being swept under the rug, or are people talking about it? Because I talk about it. Yeah, but I mean, are, I, I are don't really media, know. I'm sure the media is not. I, what, you said LA County or LA? LA County. LA County. I'm gonna look up LA County. Um, hot mic. Um, homegirl just said that, and she's like high level LA County person. Um. And then, you know, 
people try and act like it's not a political thing. But what I've noticed is like a lot of the I listen to a bunch of comedians podcasts and all of them, all their tour dates are all in red states. And mm-hmm. one of them even said it, Gary Owen. Gary, yeah, Gary Owen. He was on the Fighter and the Kid podcast, and he was he he just said it. He was like, my manager um, has me just going to, to red states because all the ones in the blue states are just getting canceled left and right. He just said it, like yeah, just straight up. If and that's just that's just a guy trying to make money. Yeah, that's just business. Yeah, you're gonna go and do what you need to do to make money, right? It doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. Yeah. Um. So if he's if that's just flat out what he's saying, and that's what a lot of other comedians are doing, but not really saying. And this homegirl just said that um, on a mic, and she didn't know she was being um, listened to. It's very obvious what's going on, you know. So it's like it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's extremely unfortunate. Well, people yeah. people waking up. So sort of. I don't know. I keep telling people six 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 thousand people in LA County have died. I was talking to my friend, Danny, the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked him, I was like, dude, how many people do you think have died in L.A. County from COVID? And he was probably like, uh, like a couple hundred thousand. I was like, no, dude. Six thousand. A couple hundred thousand? That's what he said. He said like a thousand, a hundred thousand, maybe a little bit more. Bro, like, isn't it like 196,000 have died total or some shit like that? I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. But I just know, I, all I know is 6,000 people have died in L.A. County. And that's insane. Yeah. I try not to follow it too much anymore because it's just terrible yeah, it's for, for mental health. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, anything I hear is just from like people talking or whatever. That's how I found out about the lady talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like obsessing over it for a while. I, you know, both of us were pissed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just remember like, you remember at the meeting, I was just fucking going off. Uh, <laughs> that was one of the last straws. Now that, that I'm was back. A good time. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I thought I was going insane. I, like no one else seemed to really care. Yeah. And I was just going off. I and thought we were in the twilight zone, honestly. <laughs> I was just like, y'all are okay with this? Like, it's y'all? Yeah. So strange. That, that's right. Twilight zone. Theo Vaughn was talking about that. He was like, he was like, I feel like we're all kind of pretending. Yeah. And I was like, that was right after we got back from Vegas. And I was like, yeah, we are pretending, mm-hmm. right? If this was really a big problem, we wouldn't be in Vegas right now. Mm-hmm. Just hanging out. No. With all these people around us, I mean, we, we it was all closed down initially, and then it we, the, the act is up, you know. Like, yeah, stop playing. If this was really a big problem, things wouldn't be open like yeah. this, you know. We we wouldn't be acting like this. Yeah, we're we're all just kind of pretending. Yeah, it's very strange. Anyways, we got really conspiratorial there at the end. <laughs> just had to sneak it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just had to look into it. <laughs> look into it. Um, I told I told that to my mom. I can't even remember what she was saying. I just told her some kind of conspiracy type thing. I can't remember what I said, but I was like, look into it. <laughs> and just started giggling to myself. Like, I just said an inside joke to no one. To no, one no one even understands what I just said. You started um, laughing. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, what? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. I think that's it. We're good. Um, Sweet. Sorry we didn't have more substance to this. We'll get back on the topics. Yeah. We'll I'm going gonna, gonna to prepare something. And we'll have like an actual legit topic to talk about next time. Um, yeah, that's it. Performance Academy. This has been Zach. And Josh. Peace out. Right. Nice. Alright, fantastic. Just gonna let him... Oh, no, no. Just messed up. <laughs> <laughs>